And in that particular moment, I was looking at myself in the mirror and I just got this warm sensation. I just smiled and I never really looked at myself in that light. When I saw that smile pop up on that mirror, something hit me and said, I want to have this feeling. So I tried my best to hold on to that smile. Then I would change my perspective and my outlook on my job. Instead of saying, man, this is like dancing with the devil, I would say, okay, well, what are they trying to teach me? What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Start Down. I'm your host, Mike Ficarra, and you're probably asking yourself, what is The Start Down? Well, we all know the startup is a great idea or a business that maybe you're just getting going, but I want to talk about what happens when you get to work, and that's what The Start Down is all about. We're going to bring great guests here for you on the show, people who have had massive success, people who are trying to build businesses, and I'm even going to share with you some of my own experiences. And I always say, this is a little bit like a buffet. Take what you need and leave the rest. So without further ado, let's head to the show. All right, welcome to another exciting episode of The Start Down. I can't thank you enough for being here uh, and listening to this episode. I really appreciate it, as always. I'm excited uh, today, as I always am, because this is, you know, and, and we're still in this corona world as I'm recording this episode. This is my network, man. I miss, I miss going out. I'm, I'm, starting to get, I'm starting to get the itch. I miss being on a plane. I miss going different places. Um, and as I'm interviewing people from all over the world, you know, I do miss traveling, you know, and, and I see the states pop up of where they're from and what they're doing. I'm like, man, I miss going to Virginia, North Carolina and Arizona and California and New York. God, I really miss going to New York. Um, but, you know, it, this is great. This has been I, I got I'm not going to lie. My podcast has been my therapy uh, in a sense for for this. So and I'm excited to have today's guest here. Uh, because he's, he reminds me a little bit of myself. I'm not going to lie. Um, we, were, we were talking before the episode doing the pre-interview and we were laughing and having a good time. Uh, but Cap, and I, I appreciate you for the Cap, man. I'm not going to lie because I would have got tongue-tied right there. <laughs> Nobody introduces themselves better than you do. So why don't you uh, introduce yourself to the audience, tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do. Thank you, Mike. Uh, my name is Jared Sucker. Everybody calls me Cap. Uh, over the years, I've become more and more comfortable in my own skin, realizing who I am, realizing my duties and my message. And that brings me to the person that I currently am. I'm just somebody who, here to serve as a reminder that we all are human beings first. And to me, that means paying special attention to myself, learning how to handle my emotions, learning how to deal with other people, then directly once I've learned that, I can handle other human beings better because I don't get upset as much. I'm more happy. When you learn how to handle yourself, you handle others well, then that equals less stress, and that brings more happiness. On paper, I'm an entrepreneur. I do specialize in business, marketing, and advertising. Um, I have become well at the skills that I know, so I do wear different hats. I can coach people. I enjoy motivational speaking. I do have a book this title nature flow is on amazon so i'm somebody who has finally gotten a peace of mind and started to enjoy life and live life to the fullest i love that you know and i think you know everybody wants to talk about covid and now it's changed everything and it has right but like what i think is not new about covid and, and you mentioned this kind of like self-awareness and, and the humanness and who we are is like 
change and pressure and stress happens to us regularly in our life, whether it's the passing of a loved one, whether it's changing a job, whether it's getting married, having a kid, you know, a financial loss, a financial success, right? It's also like the, like good things also change the directory of your life, you know, making, making a lot of money or, or, or getting a promotion, a career or getting a degree, you know, you mentioned like that awareness of the humanness of who we are and, and, and how it brings less stress. And I think even, you know, you see even people in, in, you know, the bridezilla scenario, right? Someone in a wedding, when they're getting married, they're stressed. How is it? Cause I think that idea of, and, and I don't think it's just a COVID thing. I think it's any, any time in life thing. Cause I think that's something even I struggle with, right? It's like that high pressure thing of like the stress and you get angry or you yell or you do this. I mean, how did you come to that realization? Cause you do seem, you got like a piece about you. You got a calm about you. How, how do you do that? How do you, how do you get to that point? Good or good or bad in life? Well, it took a long time just to even begin <laughs> that process of doing it. What helped me out was I was bumping my head a lot lately. I was going through things in life, personal, business, job-related, kids, you name it. Just like you said, life hits us all. And it was just hitting me with blows left and to the right. And I got tired of getting beat up. And I also got tired of feeling bad for myself because I noticed the people that I were looking, I would look to for comfort, you know, they really didn't give a crap because as human beings, we are naturally prone to take care of ourselves first. Mm -hmm. So what happened to me was I was working, I was a full-time production supervisor, one of the best jobs I had. And I enjoyed that job. I enjoyed coming to work, but the environment and the, culture of the workplace was just very, very, very toxic. And he got to the point where every day I would go into this place, it was like I was dancing with the devil. I had a good crew. Mm -hmm. We were doing what we were supposed to be doing, but management just was coming down on me for no reason at all. So I had to change my perspective. And one day I just caught myself in the bathroom mirror like, man, why are they picking on me? What's going on? I got a bad at home, you know, I don't have a best relationship with my kid's mother. And I got all this drama on the job. My crew loves me. My children love me. We come here, we do the best we can, but it was never enough. And in that particular moment, I was looking at myself in the mirror and I just got this warm sensation. I just smiled and I never really looked at myself in that light. When I saw that smile pop up on that mirror, something hit me and said, I want to have this feeling. So I tried my best to hold on to that smile. Then I would change my perspective and my outlook on my job. Instead of saying, man, this is like dancing with the devil, I would say, okay, well, what are they trying to teach me? Because I'm thinking that my managers are being assholes, but in actuality, they were preparing me to become the leader or the person that I am today. So mm -hmm. self-awareness just began with me being down on my back, looking up and noticing that if I'm going to save myself, that I have to do something about it. And then the journey and the process and everything just came together once I made that decision. So I got, I got to ask a question, man, because you brought up a great point there. How do you decipher if someone is, is a leader or an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it's crazy that you say that because I would take notice of the people that I thought were assholes, right? And I just give up my old plant manager. I never forget this example. He chewed me out in front of everybody, all the supervisors, all the management, you know, and after the meeting, everybody was like, wow, how did he disrespect you like that? It wasn't your fault. But nobody knew this, but uh, him and myself. 
right before he got up to dog me out in front of everybody, he just gave me the softest, nicest pat on the back. And that let me know, you know, he was being an asshole, but at the same time, he was making an example to say, if you're a supervisor, if you're a leader, how can you tell me that you don't know what went on last night? I had to take my personal feelings out of it. It wasn't right. anything personal. I'm responsible for a whole crew, 15 to 30 people, and I don't have an answer. Then he was supposed to be an asshole. So to me, life is just funny, man. When you take your own personal feelings out of it, you stop think, taking things personal, and you just see things for what they are. And that's what I do now. You know, and I think, too, it's it's that pressure makes diamonds, right? Like, it's, it's Bill Belichick. Like, you know, if he's giving everybody a gold star on their uniform every time they make a good play, <laughs> it's not going to work, right? Like, that, we right. know that doesn't work. And I think it, it's a tough balance, though, too, because I think there's the extreme. You know, you hear of the great, you talk about the great entrepreneurs, right? Steve Jobs, you know, uh, not Bill Belichick, but uh, uh, Bill Gates. <laughs> you know, you, you you hear of them and you hear about the contrast to management styles, though, right? Even though Steve Jobs was great, he was also, as a person, he wasn't. And, and I know, you know, I'm sure you follow guys like Gary Vee and things like that. There's empathy. But I think it's, it's a you know, and, and Grant Cardone, it's, it's that line, right? And I'm like, it's that line between like, you got pressure makes diamonds. And I think we have to, you know, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this, because as you moved up that leadership ladder and as you work with people, how do you how do you manage being in the middle? Right. Because I think you, you hit this threshold of like leadership where you're starting to 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 lead others and be a coach and be a motivational speaker. But then again, you need that growth in that leadership. How do you know when's the time to say, hey, I got to lead, but I also got to I got to do some work on me. How do you balance living that life? And that's a good question that you mentioned. That's something that I'm really focusing on now is balance. And something that helps me to create balance is I have learned myself. I understand what I can put up with, what I can tolerate. I know my body, just like an average person. We know when we're getting tired. If, you're, if you have a destination to go somewhere to drive several hours, your body's telling you you're tired, then you should naturally know, okay, let me take a step back. So I just have become better at being present in the moment and understanding all life challenges and situations that present themselves to me. If somebody asks me to do something and I know I'm not feeling well, I've learned just to say, no, I can't do it right now, or to delegate the task to somebody else. But to me, this just is an ongoing process of knowing who you are, being able to create balance within yourself it's just something that's going to take work. You know, you're not going to get it right every time. But mm -hmm. when you are focused on yourself, you understand how to handle all situations that come your way. So I know, too, you obviously as an entrepreneur and marketer, the industry is saturated, right? Right now, there's a lot of people doing marketing, a lot of people doing coaching, a lot of people saying, hey, I can, I can be a coach. I can help you get to this place. I can help you find that inner peace. How do you decipher you know, once again, we talk about how do you, how you decipher a leader from an asshole? How do you decipher the, the real people from the people out there who are full of shit, you know, that are just like, you know, hey, yeah, I could help, you know, because like, it's very easy to paint a persona online, you know, and, yeah. and if you don't know the person, how do you back that up? How, how do you determine whether or not someone's a real deal or not? And I know you've kind of got a hashtag you go with, yeah. Um, you know, how, how do you determine if people are legit or not? It's two things that help me. For one, if I have the time, I build a relationship with them. So when you're getting to know somebody, you know, you're not going to just give them 100% trust 
on everything. You know, trust is given, but I'm just not going to trust you with my kids because I, I know you. I'm going to build a relationship with them. I'm going to do some background research. I'm going to see who we have mutual connections and mutual friends, and I'm just going to ask them about you. But something that really helps me, I've, uh, I've honed in on this, and I, I just love my ability to read people. When you take the time to know yourself and you're comfortable with who you are, Everything to me is just energy and vibration. So I've learned to take the energy that the person has given me and to be able to trust that. Like me, I'm a very real person. We say we're real. I know I'm authentic. You can tell by my voice. You can tell by my message. If you're just listening with more than your ears, you're going to get this feeling that when I talk about how passionate I am about my life, I'm telling the truth. So that's what I do. I just sit and listen. With more than just my ears, I try to put my whole spirit and listen to everything. And over time, you just begin to know, you know, you're not going to hit it on the head every time, but you can get a better sense of who's real and who's full of crap just by knowing who you are and being able to pick up and read energy. You can tell when somebody's being real or somebody's just trying to bullshit you or not. Yep. You know, and I know, obviously, uh, with marketing, too. You know, marketing is, such, you know, that same same type realm. Um, and, and you've had to market yourself. And, and I think being an entrepreneur, talk to me a little bit about the journey of, you know, and, and I know you're big on texting and the hashtag, you know, how has yeah. your techniques and that you're doing in marketing? I think they're you're on the cusp of something that I think not a lot of people are doing. Why? Why this different approach? Well, I think. People don't. People are scared to be themselves nowadays. Mm -hmm. That's what I have going for me. I'm not scared to be myself. I'm not scared to throw myself out there. I'm not scared to answer a question. I'm not scared to do the work. Some people, and I made this mistake, and I'm going to be honest. When I decided to quit my job, I opened up a marketing company, Real One-on-One -on -one Consultant. I was so happy and excited because I knew I was a good person. I knew I was a leader. I knew I had built good relationships. I had a good reputation for being honest. I said, when I opened this company, I'm going to take off. But a mistake that I made was I was so happy to be an entrepreneur and to say people, look, I have a, my own company. Here's my business card. Check my website out that I wasn't putting any time in actually building relationships with people. I was just happy to say, hey, look, I'm an entrepreneur now. You know, I quit this job. I'm not doing that bad. So I actually quit a job that was terrible to start working uh, part-time jobs, longer hours and more days of the week. So I, I just kept hitting myself. And finally, I realized that people want authenticity. People want to hear you. People want you to know about them. So whether I'm dealing with marketing or anything in business, the number one thing to me is the customer. That's the person because you have to know who you're dealing with to be able to come up with a solution for their problem. Yep. And I know I know you're big on texting. Talk, you know, why why the text now? You have it's on, I know it's right on your LinkedIn. It's like text me, man. This is you know, most people uh, would say hide your number, you don't want people to overwhelm you, you know, like you know, you filter where you want the information to go. You're like, man, text me, like blow me up. <laughs> yeah, because that's how you can tell somebody that's real. And this has happened to me several times. I'm putting this number out there. People are calling me. Some of them are just saying straight up, man, I think you're a scam. I want to talk to you and see what's going on. And I built so many relationships just on those couple words. 
people text me, can we talk? Set up a time to talk. Man, I think you're a scam. And that's when we go from there. When I really show them, hey, look, I am who I say I am. And to me, I couldn't keep up with the direct messages, especially over time once I started to um, get my message real hard and concrete. So many people would reach out to me via the, the direct messages. I just couldn't keep up with them, you know. So I had to relook at myself and say, what is something that I, how can I keep up with these people that want to know me and the people that I'm interested in? And what better way to do that than text me? So that's Love what it. I came up with. And I realized that people are loving the fact that that is a very quick and direct way to have access to somebody. And, you know, I know, too, you're you're obviously uh, you and I talked about this a little bit you know, before we went on air. Um, you're big on LinkedIn. You really, you really believe in LinkedIn, but you're also on every social media platform. How do you balance that with content distribution and creation and all that? You know, how, how are you balancing the content? And then we'll talk a little bit more about LinkedIn after that. I'm balancing it because I understand every platform has its different audiences. You know, I love LinkedIn. That's my favorite. But LinkedIn is, and this is my opinion, LinkedIn is professional. LinkedIn is straight up. There's no games. You can't, if, if, you're, if you're being fake, you're going to get called out on it. Facebook, to me, is where, you know, people are just having fun. That's where you got the drama, where you got the life situation. Instagram has its own thing. So when I'm creating content, I get in that mindset of, you know, it's always going to be the message that I think is best. But I get in the mindset of what is LinkedIn looking for? What is Facebook? What are the people, the audiences that get on these platforms? What are they looking at? And I may have the same message, but I may have to do three different videos to put one on LinkedIn and put one on Facebook. Having the same message, just being able to articulate myself differently per each platform. And that comes with, like I said, knowing yourself. That comes with knowing the audience and the platform before you get on it because I think it's important for everybody to understand, take your time. If you're going to make content, you know, don't be in a rush. I think nowadays most people, are, we just in a rush, in a rush to get absolutely nowhere. Mm -hmm. Be in a rush to form yourself and build your character and understand your morals and your principles. Then when you look at any social media site, I can put out content because it's the same thing, just may have to word it somewhat differently. And I have the same method, the same hashtag, thinkers at work, the same text me now is going to be on there. And I'm the same person behind the message. I just may have to deliver or serve it somewhat differently depending on what social media platform I'm on. And I know you mentioned LinkedIn being your favorite. Why? What is it about LinkedIn that makes it stand out so much right now? I love LinkedIn because it's, it's so real. You can't get on there and fake. You know, people are going to they're going to show you, you know, you, when I first got on there, I was just talking about my marketing company, real one-on-one -on -one consultant. I wasn't getting any likes, any love, <laughs> nothing. I didn't understand it. So I finally, I made a post like, man, I'm getting frustrated. Things are not going the way I needed to go. And I got so much feedback just off of that. And I'm like, y'all didn't see all these posts I've been making for months. But LinkedIn is they're so supportive of you. If you're passionate about something, you put some on there. LinkedIn, you're gonna find some help. And it's not just for job seekers, even though it may have started out for that. And we do 
I do personally, there are a lot of people who offer support. You know, Tuesday is my day on LinkedIn just to kind of give encouragement to job seekers. But I think LinkedIn has just become the universal platform to advertise yourself, to let the world know what you have going on, but you have to be courteous and respectful. And I think that's what the world needs right now. So that's why LinkedIn is my favorite, because you just can't get on there saying anything you that you want, especially if it's negative or trying to tear down somebody, it's just not going to fly on that platform. Yep. And and we know too, you know, obviously five years ago, there was no TikTok, you know, there were, you know, 10 years ago, there was no LinkedIn. Um, you know, I think you keep going further and further back, you know, there wasn't platforms and we know as we're moving forward, there's new things coming up more and more, right? Like text messaging, even 10, 15 years ago, we would have laughed if you would have said, oh, that's the, the way to communicate, right? Um, email starting to make a resurgence. What is, what is it that you see as the next thing, though? What is it, if we're looking ahead five years and we're, we're, re, we're, we're regaining, you know, we're doing another podcast together. What is it five years from now that you think is going to be the big change in, in marketing and communication? It's a very good question. You know, right off the top, without putting a lot of thought into it, I think it's going to be the one, the more one-on-ones, like the podcast. Mm. And there are going to be ways to where you can do exactly what you and I are doing live and people being able to watch it over the phone. I think the phone is already a super incredible incredible device, but I think the way we reach and the way we interact with each other is going to be the way to go. Whether, you know, you might not have to get on uh, a LinkedIn to see a podcast. You just might can just do whatever, but I just think the way technology is going, the way COVID-19 hit and it just forced us to just sit down and we was like, man, I can't travel. How am I going to meet people? How am I going to have these meetings? Right. And, you know, Zoom was already out here, but I didn't know that. Well, I was having a few Zoom meetings, but I've never been on Zoom this much <laughs> by COVID forcing us to do it. So I just think the way you and I are communicating now, that's going to be the big thing. The one-on-one, the instant reaching, the instant being able to reach your audience. I love that. I love that. Well, you know, this has been awesome, man. It's been very eye-opening. I know I learned, I learned a good amount. And like I said, I love, I love connecting like this because I feel like this is like you mentioned the, I miss the traveling. I miss, I miss the communication. I think this one-on-one uh, has opened up and, and done that. Uh, I do, I do always like to, you mentioned, I know you've got a book. Um, we're definitely going to get the link to that and share that in the comments below so that people can check that out. Um, I do always like to ask and you can recommend your book if you like. Uh, but for a book recommendation for the audience, a book that, that that you recommend that everybody should be reading could be fun fiction, could be entrepreneurial, could be whatever you want. What's what's a book that you think everybody must read? The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Napoleon Hill. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. I like that. Why? Because it gives us a different perspective on life. It gives you a different perspective on your own powers and your own understanding of the way we think because we think and we're controlling ourselves and to a certain degree we are, but when you really have to look at science and the way we were created, giving all praise to the most high, this brain is something that's so unique and so grand that we haven't even begun to really understand it. So I think that would help out a lot of people in the world, being able to understand their own way of thinking and, when you can understand your way of thinking, you can see somebody else's perspective. It doesn't mean you have to agree. I just can re- understand your perspective and respect the gray areas. So that'd be a good read to get everybody started, not just to understand what 
having a perspective means in general anyway. I love that. And uh, the other thing I always ask for is a podcast recommendation. Mm-hmm. As far as you go? As anybody. Just, just, Anybody's uh, podcast? Um, I, I can send you that information because, man, every it, it's been a lot of great hosts, man. I, I've really never... Even the bad experiences that I thought I was had doing podcasts actually turned into some good. So I can send you that information and links that way everybody can reach out to uh, the people in the past that have interviewed me. I love so that. I, I don't want to. I don't know any names right off the top, but I can give you some good people. I know a lot of good people who are doing a great job, including yourself. Thank you for having me. It's truly an honor. I like how you made me feel comfortable. So definitely add yourself to the list. There you go. Yeah, I have no problem you saying mine's the best one. We, we'll go with that. Now. We're going to start down podcast. <laughs> Cap, man, this has been awesome, and I do. I, I always, uh, you know, I always like to thank for the time at the end of the podcast because I do. I appreciate the time. I appreciate you taking out, and I think this is important. Like I said, I think you know, for me, it's a. I always say it's a little selfish. Like this is my form of networking and getting that that out. But like, I meet so many amazing people, and I have great conversations with people like yourself. It's really been great. And I know like we met on Podbooker that we talked about before. Podbooker.com is a great way to find guests and get guests for your podcast. I love that we connected through there. And, and it's just amazing how, like you said, through this, I think, you know, yes, COVID, but just the internet age, right? Like when new things just keep popping up with, with the way for us to connect. Uh, so we, you know, we definitely got to keep doing that. I want to, I want to have you back for that five-year interview. So we can be like, all right, how'd it work out, man? How'd it work out, Kat? Did we get, you know, what does it look like? You know, uh, maybe we'll, we'll both be on a beach somewhere relaxing a little bit more, but, uh, but we're, we're going to have that conversation. But Kat, if people do want to connect with you and they want to learn more about you, um, I know LinkedIn is going to be, I'm going to put that link. I'm not even going to ask, but I'm going to put the LinkedIn, but how would you like people to reach out to you and get to know more about you? And then the text number, if, if people want to get to connect with you. I encourage everybody to follow the hashtag thankers at work. Once you follow that hashtag, you can get a, better understanding of who I am and the content that I'm putting out. If you feel like I'm somebody that you want to reach out to, then you can text me now. The number is 434-993-8060. All right. That's awesome. And we're going to make sure Ryan uh, and the team put that in the comments. A big shout out to Ryan and uh, Robbie and Mark and everyone on the back end who uh, manages the podcast and helps get all this out. Uh, And thank you to all of you for listening. Cap, thanks for your time. Uh, more great episodes like this. Uh, you know, Cap recommended it. You guys got to check out the startdown.com. More great episodes like this. <laughs> to learn more about me, MikeFedera.com. I'd love to connect with you, especially with your first episode or if you're in Cap's audience. Uh, it is great to meet you. And I will see you all on the next episode. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode of The Start Down. Once again, I am your host, Mike Vicara. Make sure you visit me at MikeVicara.com, where you will see links to all my social media, where I'm bringing content like this every day on how you can grow your business and your personal brand. Once again, new episodes drop in every Tuesday, so make sure that you guys like, subscribe, and share the podcast so that you can keep up with what's going on. Once again, appreciate you guys tuning in. I will see you on the next episode of The Start Down.